Hi everyone, this is Jay. <laughs> I just love the way she has her intro. <laughs> Hi guys, it's Carol. Welcome to Drinks on Us Podcast. We made it to a second episode. How do you feel, Jay? I'm very excited to record our second episode, especially after the first one. We received a lot of good feedback, I think. <laughs> we did. I was going to talk about that. We received a lot of feedback. Thanks to everyone who listened to us. Um, a lot of people said that we were very relatable, even if they did not have kids. Um, we had a lot of dads give us um, some good feedback. My husband listened. He's honest with me. Even though he's my husband, he still tells me like, real real and he said that it just sounded like we were having a conversation which he liked it didn't sound like scripted so i'm excited to give you guys more um and for you guys to keep continuing telling us how you like it yeah yeah too. so do you want to tell them what we're drinking today yeah so as promised part of the last episode jay brought some of these arizona seltzers which I have not tried one yet, so I'm super excited. And I think she's, like, whipping up something nice over here. <laughs> I'm, like, in the rim of mine. <laughs> I'm going to record her making it so you guys can see it um, after the episode airs. But she's making... I cannot pronounce the correct name of it, so I'm going to let her do that part. Sorry, guys. I'm just getting my favorite drink from the box. <laughs> but she has, like... A tubware full of something and a little container full of some powdery other stuff. So I'm excited to try it. Like I said, I've never. No, I only gave us two. Okay. Oh, here, so I'm going to go. use the, I'm so sorry, the Mucho Mango Arizona Sunrise Hard Seltzer. And I have Chamoy and Tajin. So what I'm going to do is dip my Arizona can in here. Hopefully you guys can hear it. <laughs> it sounds like that's a wop, wop, wop. <laughs> Once it's nice and wet, <laughs> you're going to dip it in the tahini powder. And again, guys, I am recording her doing this so you can see it um, yes. on our Instagram and on our TikTok. And you can put as much as you want. I am obsessed with this, so I... Drown it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay. It looks good. I'm, guys, I'm super, super excited to try it. Of course, we're going to do a little cheers. We're going to taste it and let you guys all click. All right, cheers. Cheers. Do I have to, like, lick and suck? <coughs> Bitch, yes. Okay. Talking about licking and sucking. You want to tell everybody what you're doing this weekend? <laughs> guys, sorry, yes. Um... This weekend, I am celebrating my six-year wedding anniversary. Woo! Whoa, shit. <laughs> We're having a little party here. Oh, those weren't gunshots, guys. <laughs> yes, we are celebrating our six-year anniversary, so I'm super excited. Um, last year was our five-year, and we didn't get to celebrate big like we wanted to because of COVID. So this year, we're taking a little vacation to kind of... Um, reignite some sparks. Ooh. Um, are you guys getting each other's gifts? Mm, you know what? I don't think so. Because we're taking a trip, so I told him, sorry guys, I'm like trying to lick all this goodiness. I know. Some of this stuff. Um, we were talking about exchanging gifts. I don't think we are because we're taking a trip and I just feel like the trip is enough for the other shit that we have going on too. And I just thought like we just spoil each other while we're down there. Like, yeah, but you could get him something small. Did you ever follow the traditional anniversary gifts? No. What is that? 
What so like every year, it? like there's tradition, like every year has something that you give them. So for your sixth year, it would be iron for strength. Oh. And candy for sweetness. Whoa. It would be like a, you know, some chocolates or, oh. I don't know, if he cooks, I don't know if he likes to cook, like a cast iron. Oh, snaps. Yeah. Jay with the facts. Ah, oh, bitch. Right. But I also, I was looking it up because I wanted to know. I was like, oh, maybe I'll get them something. I didn't get them anything because <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> no, but um, there's a modern gift. I guess a lot of. The younger generation, they're doing wood to signify, that signifies long-lasting and solid marriage. So who knows? Maybe Dawn will give you the wood this weekend. You know, I was thinking something else. <laughs> but when you said Maybe wood, I'll give you the wood this weekend. Bitch. I definitely thought when you said wood that you were going with something else. <laughs> but okay, we were not there yet. <laughs> but I did not know that there were like different things that symbolize each year. Why the hell happen? Why don't I know that? I don't fucking know. Maybe it's white people shit. Oh, <laughs> shit. You know, probably. That's crazy. If you guys know about this, let us know if you've done it before. Um, send some pictures or something if you've done it. I'm very interested to see if anybody else So, when Luke and I got married, before we got married, the deacon made us write a letter to, to ourselves. Aww. And he said not to open it until our one-year anniversary. Didn't know why. Right. I was like, okay, whatever. So, we did. And it's... The first year is the paper, paper get dirt. Oh, so that's what nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. That's that white people shit. <laughs> they were white. Oh, see, there we go. <laughs> my deacon was white. So. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, we're trying to just keep the sparks up with this trip. I mean, not that it's, it's tough keeping up sparks in the relationship period. And then you slap the word marriage right on there. And it's like pressure, pressure, pressure. I feel like. Yeah. So how do you keep the spark after six years, Carol? Ooh, give us the tea, Jesus. Bitch. It takes a lot. I'm not going to lie. It is um, very easy to, I think, fall into a level of comfortness when you've been with somebody for so long. It's actually because we grew up And when you together. say that, like, what do you mean? Like what? When I say comfortable? Yeah. Meaning like your routine just becomes a routine and it just seems like you're just kind of just going and not thinking like, oh, shoot, I have a relationship to maintain. Especially when you throw kids in it and jobs and businesses. I don't know. I guess comfortable is just like being in the same, being okay with being in the same space in the same routine and not doing anything extra, not doing anything different, like not bringing the spontaneous ness into it like i don't know i guess yeah i guess that's what i would say comfortable to you no i agree i think luke got comfortable this year <laughs> year one no bitch we're going on your you two. guys are going on your two yeah. you're right in october right yeah. and you're right but um i think we've gotten so comfortable especially with the covid with our careers yes. with the kids that we kind of stopped doing things together yeah. and i I know it did cause a lot of issues during our second year of marriage <laughs> and just telling him, being honest, like, dude, yeah, take me out. Yes. Like date me, yeah. still date me. Like you have me, but well, like he, I, I had to put it in like guy terms mm. with him. So I told Explain. him, like, like I told him when you buy a new car, you just don't like, okay, buy a new car. Don't, don't take care of it. You maintain okay. the car. Okay. Whether it's buying them, buying something new for the car, keeping mm -hmm. up with it, spoiling the car by doing a car wash. So I'm like, that's what you have to Like, I'm a fucking car, bitch. Damn, like, Jay got the knowledge today, y'all. You was what? <laughs> Maintain me. <laughs> no, that's good. I'm going to try to 
use that terminology with Devon because I feel like as much as I say it, we'll be like, yeah, you're right. We do need to do this. But then it's so easy to just slip right back I into it. I feel Luke is the same way. He'll tell me, no, I, I get it. No, yes, I understand. Oh, I hear you. But I think he says that just to keep me quiet. Mm. And then I'm waiting there like week after week yes. and nothing happens. Nothing happened. And uh-huh. then I'm in my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like I said, it has created some problems. So just being open about it. Like yeah. before I used to be kind of like, oh, no, I don't want to say anything. But like, nah, bitch, we're married now. Yes. Like what the fuck am I scared of? Like be straight up. Like if yeah. something's not working, it's not working. It's not working. So what things do you do to keep up the spark? Like what specific things do you do on or you want to want to do? So we have tried like the whole let's plan like, well, we're going to have a date night once a week, whether it's out of the house or inside of the house, which is not as, that is impossible, but Again, like I said, with schedules with the kids, um, especially now that I have this other business, it has completely like taken over our after hours and now the podcast. So it's like, we'll say like, okay, we're going to plan every Friday, let's just say, to do a date night inside. Once we put the kids down, we're going to come downstairs to the basement and do it. And then not do it like that, guys, but do a date night. Sorry. We're going to have a date night, but it never happens. We either get tired from the day or he'll be like, oh, I just want to play the game and I may want to binge watch because you still also have to make time for yourself, too. So it's like sometimes our relationship falls on the back burner of things, which is not a good thing. And then you're both complaining at the end. Yes. And they're both. Yeah. We're both complaining about the same shit, but neither one of us is making the. Yes. Nobody's making the conscious effort to do what they need to do because I'm like, well, I want you to date me. You're my man. I want to come home to. Now, I'm not a flower person, but I want to come home to something. Then, you know, men also have feelings. He probably wants yeah. me to do something extra. And but... we're in that time where, like, bitch, you got to step up. I we're know. not letting men See? do everything now. Yes. And I feel like I like need you to. You want to be empowered, but yeah, you want to be <laughs> I, want, I want him to do everything. But no, I guess it takes two guys to keep those sparks going. Like, you really have to communicate, like you said. Yeah. And I think something simple, like, just starting conversations. Like, yeah. if we're both downstairs. If he's playing the game and you're doing whatever, you could still talk. You could still have right. conversations right. about random just shit. Stuff. Yeah. Yes. We talk about that, too. Like, when we watch TV together, I'm like, we just lay here, watch TV. The show goes off. We go to bed. Like, no communication during watching this yeah. show. We're both on our phones. Like, when you're cooking or... Especially during dinner time. Yes. And doing it in front of the kids so they know, yes. hey, this is how... Yes, I was going to say, dinner time is probably the best time that we do communicate because we do make everybody sit down at the same time to eat dinner. I don't know if you guys do, but we make everybody sit down together, sit at the table. There's no technology allowed during dinner, and we all just... Even the kids have gotten routine to be like, oh, how was your day today, mom? Or how was work? Or then they talk to each other about their day. So we do want them to see effective communication and healthy relationships i guess but yeah those sparks man it's hard to light them up sometimes and i think a lot of it has to do with when we say keep how do you keep the spark going i think a lot of people think you have to do something you have to go out you have to yes material yes you Mm -hmm. have to do all that because even communicating your emotions like if dawn tells you hey you know i was feeling down this week and i really appreciate how much you supported me right right that's very intimate it is. And I messed up on that this past week. I, I did. And when he told me, I was like, fuck. Yeah. I'm usually so good with reading his cues and knowing, you know, when he has something going on and being able to comfort him, comfort him in it. And I totally dropped the ball last week on it. And I felt so bad because he did communicate 
it to me because we have been trying to be very open with each other. So he did communicate that to me. And I felt so bad, y'all. I was like, damn, I'm his wife. And I didn't even just simply say, you're going to get through this. Like, it's just a simple. Yeah. And I didn't even do that. And I was like, fuck. You fucking up, bitch. Don't do <laughs> my door like that. Sorry, babe. Do I, just send me a text. Let me know. You want me to hit her? <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, other things that come with a relationship is boundaries. So you guys mm. set boundaries? Sorry, guys. I was drinking. Yes. <laughs> so, this girl has chamoy dripping down Everywhere. Her mouth. Shit. This is like chamoy like- all over her titties. <laughs> <laughs> look, I look down like what? I feel like this is a good drink to have with your man to kind of give him some hints of something. I don't know. Like <laughs> dip his dick in chamoy. <laughs> hey, I mean, anywho, um, yeah, we do set boundaries with um. Well, you mean bound? Like, yeah, we set boundaries. It's not the boundaries. Like, it could be emotional boundaries, physical boundaries. Yeah, we do. I was gonna say we. So we have like privacy boundaries i would say so like we don't go through each other's phone we did that very early on in our relationship before we were married when we were in college because like i said we've been together for 11 years um and that was not good like that was very signs that was signs of being very toxic so we had to cut that shit out like no look this is the boundary. I'm not going through your phone. You're not going through mine. If you feel the need to ask me a question because you think something is happening, then you just need to ask me. But then that goes back to trust. And like, that's a whole nother thing. If you don't have trust, then we don't need to be together. Yeah. But back to the boundaries. Yes, we set boundaries with privacy. We set boundaries with um, even like... We had a debate the other day about going out with coworkers and if there's coworkers of the opposite sex that goes out to. Like, we had a conversation about those type of boundaries. And if one person doesn't feel comfortable about that, how do you still respect those boundaries? But <laughs> and I wish people could see my face because I'm just like, mm-hmm. I know. Because, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I think there's nothing wrong with it. I, think I don't it, think there's nothing wrong with it. But I think if something makes something happens whether it's big or small even if it's small if it because something small to me could be big to you right right so if it's something small and i say hey you know what i just don't feel comfortable yeah respect that because i'm being open i'm being open about the way i'm feeling and it's making me feel one already um insecure because i'm telling you how this is making me feel and like, for someone just to, like, if you don't respect that and say, yeah. okay, well, I'll make a point not to do X, this, y, right. right. Or give me an explanation, oh, well, this is this. Like, if you explain to me and it makes sense to me, maybe it'll make me feel better. Okay, yeah. But if after you explain things to me and it's still, it's still not making me yeah. feel better and you don't respect that. Yeah. Then what the fuck is that? At the end of the day, I'm your wife. Yes. Like, you're yes. coming home to me. Right. So if I'm telling you this respect that yeah so that's a boundary like yeah. that's a that's a boundary and we just had this debate because i'm going out with some co-workers next week and i cannot remember the last time that i have worked with a girl y'all should see this one there's <laughs> nothing left on that can okay <laughs> it is dry <laughs> it like all the chamoy is gone i'm sorry move on to can of picture <laughs> <laughs> um I don't remember the last time I've been out with a group of people and there was a guy that was in that group. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's because this is something new, but we had this discussion about like, you know, boundaries with that. And it's like, 
Dude, you have nothing to worry about. First of all, the one guy that's coming out with us, he's married. They're talking about having kids. Like, there's, and there's another, like, there's nothing going on. Like, nothing. But if that's a boundary that he wants to set, I feel like it has to go both ways. Because there are, there have right. been times where he has been out with coworkers and there have been women. And I say nothing because I know in my so, mind you're not going to do I'm anything. I'm very conflicted with that because I agree with it. Like, okay. If, Unless something has happened mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. kind of make you hesitate. Exactly. Then I understand. Mm-hmm. But if there hasn't been anything prior to that. And that's what I'm saying. And you're setting this boundary. If you told me, hey, in my past relationship, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. I'm very insecure. I haven't gotten over over right. it. Um, I'm having a very difficult time coping with this. I'm yes. letting you know it's making me feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. just because of my past. Right. I get that. Yes. But if you're setting a boundary prior to something happening, exactly, then I don't understand. Exactly, and that's my thing because yeah. you ain't had no relationships that meant nothing before me because we met in high school, so those are all puppy love. So, right. so I, yeah, I'm very again. I'm like I agree and disagree right, with that right. whole scenario, and it just really depends on how why the boundary was set. Right. Like, if there's a reason, if you give me a solid reason, uh, yes. whether it's because of your past or because you did something right. and made me feel uncomfortable, right. respect that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because then, bitch, don't make me, don't let me do you like that yeah. so I can prove a fucking point. Right. Because then you're going to be in your feelings like uh-huh. and you're going to be crying uh-huh. and I'm going to be sipping my fucking drink watching you cry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh but going goodness. back to, um, I'm sorry, because you kind of I know, I jumped, sorry. About the whole phone situation. And I want to give my input because Luke and I, we've, I think that was like an unsaid boundary. Okay. We never actually said it. We just never did did it. Okay. We never felt the need to do it. Okay. And at one point, I think I disrespect, not disrespected him, did not respect his privacy. Okay, yeah. And I did go through his phone. Okay. And then I had to like... If reevaluate yeah. what I did and tell him and be honest, right. this is why I did it. Right. Because it, it takes, I I don't want to take the blame for it. Right. Because okay. I feel this way. I want to blame both of us. Oh babe. my goodness. We go, we're I... drawn in together. <laughs> um, and explain to your partner, if you cross a boundary yes. and you're still willing to salvage a relationship, explaining why that boundary was crossed yes. and why it shouldn't be crossed again. Yes. yes. Um, so that's what I did. Cross this unsaid boundary okay. that we said when we started dating in 2016. Jesus. Never felt the need to go through his phone. Right. For whatever. Well, I don't want to yeah. invade his privacy now. And exactly. Go into We're details. not going to go into detail. Yeah. Um, but I felt the need to do mm-hmm. so. Felt guilty. Mm. Confronted him anyways. Like, though you, this mm-hmm. is what you're doing. It's making me feel the need to do this. Right. Mm-hmm. And then move forward and fix it. Okay. Whether it takes some time. <laughs> Whether it took time. But I think, again, being open, communicating. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like if, you were, if we were communicating before then, then I would have never I probably would never that. did. Uh-huh. And yep. that's why maintaining a balance between you and your partner by setting boundaries yes. reduces conflicts. Mm. Because you have you have established expectations of yes. each other. Yes, yes. Um, so I felt... Again, if I if we were being open and our communication was on point, then I would have never gotten to that point. Yes, Ooh. but I suck at that communication. Communication. Oh my goodness! Because it's so hard. It's so hard, and I'm a very emotional person. 
you you just got like this okay <laughs> no i think i've always been like this i think i i don't think people have been around long enough to push me to that point okay and i can't like you know i live with luke like he will push me to that <laughs> yeah. point and he'll ask to talk to me and my boundary that i've set is if i'm pissed off don't come near me don't mm. talk to me don't touch me don't touch me bitch because i just like it it, like i don't even know like if i could explain how my body feels like i just feel like i'm having a hot flash and i'm just like i and i know i'll say things that i will regret so respect me by just giving me some space giving me my space and uh and then he'll try to talk and then he'll leave and then i'll text him how i feel Okay. And he hates that though. But it's still you communicate. Right. But he hates it. And I try to do it in person and then oh. I cry, then I get mad, then I'm pointing fingers on oh, my bitch. You get uh, Jenny from the block yes, out. Yes. <laughs> I get fucking Hood J out. And I just I don't I don't like him I don't want him to see me that way. So when I do it over via text, I know he hates it. But that's the only way I can get But I feel like out. you're I get he probably doesn't like it because he may feel like, oh, she should be able to say it to me in person. But you're you're still saying it regardless if it's over a text message, regardless if it's in person, I'm still communicating my feelings. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it may not be the exact way that you want it to be, but the end goal is still there. I'm still communicating. It may not be the most effective way, but I'm still communicating. And just respect, like you said, respect my boundary, respect... um, my time to do what I need to do. And that is also another boundary we have. Like, we know each other's buttons. And, like, you need your space. He is a person that needs his space. Like, I'll keep going. We can go all day long. I won't stop. He is a person that, when he says, I need to walk away, I legit need to let him walk away. Because <laughs> Duane is so nice. If you guys don't know him, he is so... Like, um, I've never seen Duane upset ever right. in my life. He is very a very chill... Yes. person yes like he's he's very soft-spoken uh-huh. like when he does disagree with carol he'll just like oh well okay right that's what he'll say yeah but i again i this is something i don't know what happens behind right, closed doors. right. i don't know if fucking beast duan comes out i don't fucking know yeah i've seen beast duan a couple times that's why i have learned as a boundary <laughs> when the man is ready to walk away to just let him walk away and let him go deal with it. And then when he's ready, he'll yeah. come talk to me. Or sometimes we do end up texting it out to calm it down. But I'm okay with that because it's still a way for us to both communicate our feelings and kind of solve it, squash the beef, if you want to say. So yeah. I'm okay with the texting thing. Have you ever set boundaries with um, not taking blame for something? That's something someone mm. told me. And I never was like, oh, I guess I never thought about that. Um, for example, if, uh, Luke did something and I act like cried, I vented or what did what uh-huh. I did and whatever. And I said, Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have act, acted that way. Or he said, Oh, it's probably your hormones. Cause I just had a baby. Oh, me not accepting that blame. No, I feel this way because this is what you're doing to make me feel this way. Oh. And not saying, okay, fine, maybe it is my hormone. Right. Because then you're discrediting someone's feelings. Mm. And if someone's telling you, no, it's you. Mm. Well, not you necessarily, like, but there's other things going on. Like, have you ever just not taken the blame for something? I never take the blame. It's so bad. I mean, what do you, okay, so, like, if we're getting to an argument, like, oh, this argument was your fault, like, that type of thing, right? Kind of. 
Well, if that's the case, DeWan takes the blame for everything he says it all the time. Like, I guess it'll just be but see, five but, for DeWan and zero for Carol. But again. then, like, but then he's he is you're okay. So by him doing that, then he is taking the blame for everything. Yes, even though it it might have been something you, you correct. Did. He'll just so that's what I'm talking okay. about. So setting that like well, then DeWan, if you're listening, you need to set that boundary. <laughs> you does. have to say no. I. I'm not taking the blame this time, Carol. This is what you did. This is what mm. made me upset. This is what you're doing that is making me upset. I'm not... No more points for Duan. <laughs> points for Carol. Duan? No, he he is the one that'll just be like, fine, it's me. Like, you're But you right. see how that's unhealthy, though. Yes. And especially yes. for his mental state. Damn, Duan! Yes, I, I can definitely Let see. me treat for Duan right now. I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> he is. And, and I'll... In the back of my head, right, I know as an adult that that's not right because I know that I probably did do something. Nine times out of ten, y'all, it really probably do be me. And I'll just let him just take it. And now that I'm sitting here freaking saying it, that's so (laughs) And and then I'm hoping that, like, if anybody's hearing this, that... You evaluate certain situations yes. like, nah, man, that that's just was my fault. Let me yes. apologize to my significant other because I went through that. And then I'm like telling, oh, I'm sorry, Luke, I'm telling my <laughs> friends, I'm like, hey, okay, I just need to say this. Yeah. I just want to make sure that I'm not crazy. Right. And now you're making me feel like like second guessing myself. Like, mm. no, I think I think my emotions are valid. Right. I think my reason is valid. You're fucking up. Like don't catch, don't let me catch you sleeping. Oh Lord, I feel so bad because I I allow him to take the blame for maybe. So did you just never realize it until now, or like do I have to put things in different perspectives for you? <laughs> Shit, I don't know. That's crazy, isn't it? It is. Oh, that's so bad because yeah, that does happen a lot. I mean, there'll be like I said, maybe ninety percent of the time he'll take the blame, and ten I will. And that's really, really bad. And like you said, I could just imagine a person always feeling like they're the one that did something wrong now that we're reflecting on this. Babe, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm be mugging this bitch. <laughs> she is. She's like killing me with her eyes. Oh, yeah. Let me take another take sip. Take another sip. Me too. Hold on, guys. Hold on, take a y'all. quick sip. Hold on. Let me fucking slurp this. <laughs> Damn, Jay. <laughs> yes, guys. Apologize to your significant other for making me take the blame. I'm gonna do that today. I am. Yeah, and just sit down and reevaluate well, certain situations. Um, whether it was you, the person that keeps taking the blame, or mm-hmm. you're making your significant other yeah. take the blame, Carol. Mm, that's messed up. No, this is Carol. This is not Roro. This Ro-Kisha. ain't Rokeisha. This is Carol. Carol. <laughs> How about um, expecting mm. respect? Okay. And by that, I mean, from my past relationships, I dated very shitty men, you know, and we both, me and the person I dated have crossed that boundary of respect where we would curse at each other. And I'm not saying I don't do it with my husband now, because if you guys haven't noticed, I curse a lot, I curse a lot, (laughs) but when I curse at my husband or we curse, like, it's not to be demeaning or funny or like right. maybe it's just part of my sentence right but no before i, mean, I used yeah. to say it just like no bitch i'm going to break you and i will cross that boundary mm. and yes. the same thing vice versa like i'm like Ooh. bitch you hurting me yes we did that again college days living alone our first time living together we crossed a lot of boundaries with respect like 
I called him a lot of names that I know was so unacceptable. Especially not even it's not even a gender thing either, just period to a human. Like I know that I crossed a line and that's when we knew though that we had to step back yeah. from the relationship for a while and give it a break because it got to I don't want to say necessarily toxic. I feel like toxic is a big word. So I use toxic. No, but but people. listen, and I'm like okay, let let me stop here. I feel that a relationship is you don't start perfect, middle perfect, and end perfect. You're going no. to have slip ups. Mm-hmm. You're going to have periods where you are being toxic. Yeah. But if I feel like if you care for a person, and maybe you don't even realize, especially such at a young mm-hmm. age, what, time, what age did you oh, start? Oh, this was like we started dating our junior year of high school. Okay, so I could yes. I can validate that maybe that was a very toxic yes. time for you all, especially such at such a young age. So not to discredit that. Oh no, we weren't being toxic. No, y'all. For if there's young people listening, or you yeah. have children, like you know, teenagers. Uh-huh. They're going through go through that yeah. phase. Yeah. So having them acknowledge that they're in a toxic relationship and hey, it's time for you to walk away yes. or hey, you're at because there's I feel also like there's different levels of toxic tox, toxicity toxicity say it bitch because toxicity because I'm, I'm ESL. <laughs> um, but obviously if it's in a physical level, yeah. then you know it's. That's time, yes. Uh-huh. But if you're like at a level of just being verbally disrespectful, mm-hmm. like for example, when I like a I started dating someone at the age of fifteen, so there was a, like a lot of stuff that I knew about him. So when we would get mad, I would use that against, against him, him and mm-hmm. say, it. Mm-hmm. "Bitch!" When I tell you, I had like now that I go back, like damn man, I could cut somebody with some words so quick, and that's how we were. Like I would. I would cut him deep with my words. Like, nah, you made me hurt. And it could have been the simplest thing of him making me hurt. But I was like, nah, I'm going to hurt you yeah. 10 times worse. And that's when, like I said, we knew we had to take a step back from the relationship. Give us some, give each other some space. And eventually, we, of course, found our way back to each other. But yeah, at that point, it definitely was toxic. And we were very disrespectful to each other. So how verbally. did you guys, so did you both acknowledge that you were going doing that to each other and then said hey this is not working yes i can't remember which one of us but somebody one day was like probably probably was like look (laughs) this is just it probably wasn't like this is just not working anymore like we fight all we fight we don't fight all day but when we do fight it's like bad like it's like world war three it's not like just a small you know there's some healthy conflict it was it was it wasn't it was really really bad he was like you know what this is just, I don't think this is working anymore. And I was like, you know what? You're right. It's not. I'm, we both too young at the time. You know, we were young. We both too young to be going through it. So we did acknowledge that. And then now we have not, since that time, we have not crossed those verbal boundaries. Like we do not, but we don't. Acknowledging that you guys are having unhealthy faces in your relationship mm-hmm. Then you, that's when you establish right. boundaries. Correct. So for you all, what like what was it? What was the ver- the boundary? Yeah, for like our listeners, Carol. I'm asking <laughs> our list our listeners. This girl, my girl, are you drunk? <laughs> I'm so confused as to what she's asking me. I'm right asking. Now. <laughs> okay, so after our conversation, y'all. After me, what, what did you like? What happened between your significant other? And yourself that you said, hey, this is a boundary that I have to set. And why did you set it? Does that make sense? Yes. You're asking the listeners that. Correct. Okay. 
I thought you were asking me again. I'm like, bitch, I just answered that. That's how you you guys should have saw my face. I'm looking at her like I literally. I knew just she was fucking lost. Told you I was the like, that's story. all I bitch. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> so yes, let us know. Slide in those DMs. We haven't got any DMs yet. We did. One we person did. gave us one, but they didn't give us a story yet. So I'm waiting for the scoop that person, but <laughs> <laughs> So what about you? Did you I mean I know you said when you were young you had some times you had to set that boundary of being like disrespectful yeah to well i didn't set a boundary boundary i fucking walked away oh it was too toxic away. that okay. relationship was too toxic so i just decided hey i need to walk the fuck away Ooh, well, <laughs> so I, yeah and but but i will say this that i have used past j to kind of remind me when mm. i am being pushed Okay. Okay. So I told you something that I did uh-huh. that I regretted. Yes. And I can't, you know, y'all, it's too early to be too honest with y'all. If, I, <laughs> yes, if I'm too yes. honest with y'all, then I won't have any juices. No, this is juice. No, you juicy, <laughs> juicy, juicy. And she asked me if I was drunk. <laughs> Bitch, give me another drink. My shit's almost gone. Damn. Um, I did something yes. during this marriage. Yes. Nothing bad. It no, wasn't nothing no, bad. Like, uh, it wasn't... I don't want to think... I, I did not cheat. My husband did not cheat. Don't, no. I don't want people to go don't there. Don't judge those conclusions, y'all. Um, <laughs> and I can't even say, because I didn't even ask him for permission to share this story. No, don't But I did do something. And then after I did this... Yeah, I like that one. She's showing me the drinks. Uh, I was being so a bartender, guys. Grapefruit. Um, I stopped... Reevaluated my whole situation in life and said, mm. "Oh hell no! I am being pushed. Mm-hmm. I am being pushed to fucking eighteen-year-old mm. Jay. This shit ain't working." And that's when I had to really like take time to myself. I really needed the time to myself. Mm-hmm. Ask my husband for time for, for yourself. Uh huh. Yeah. After I was calm, explained to him. I know, and I can't even give a reason why. Like, I literally mm-hmm. can't, like, because it, I went there. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally, like, feel, mm-hmm. I feel like I blacked out, and I, I don't remember, oh, like, wow. what drove yeah. me to do that. So, fuck, bitch. I was like, oh, hell no. I told her. I told Carol, like, oh, mm-hmm. if you bring in Jay, like, yeah, Jay Weezy back. Yeah. Like, I can't. Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard Jay Weezy in a long time. And I'm like, and I'm not going back to that. And that's how I knew, like, I have to, like... What we did is we sat down and we had a serious conversation. Like, this is what's going on. Yeah. This is what's affecting me. Right, this is right. what's bothering me. This is what you're doing that is mm-hmm. not working. Or this is what you're doing that is probably making me feel this way. Yeah. And, you know. So, okay. So, my question for you is, do you, how do you feel about therapy? Couples therapy, mm-hmm. but therapy for yourself. Like, how do you feel about that? So, Carol had asked me this before. Mm-hmm. And... I was completely honest with her, and mm-hmm. a lot of people in my field might yes. disagree with me. Because yes. I know I would disagree with myself, too. Yes. And, and that's why I was surprised at her answer, too, because of the field that she's in. I told her that I would not do therapy because if... I, I can't even explain. Oh, I, I wish <laughs> this girl is choking. Sorry, guys. I don't know if you guys have ever had this chamoy, right? Chamoy, yeah. The shit has like a kick to it at some point, and a spice just like hit the back of my throat. Woo! What else hit the back of my throat? 
<laughs> something else. I mean, the other things that hit the back of my throat don't make it feel like that. Jeez. No, guys, but um, <laughs> therapy. Because I just feel that if... I can't even. I don't even know. Because there's no... I, I don't have a reason for it. I really don't have a reason. I know. That's why I'm looking at So as that. a social worker, I would tell people, oh, mm-hmm. you, should tr- mm-hmm. you should try therapy. For me, as just me... Yeah, as a human being, as a you don't think it woman, you? no, I don't think it would work for me. I'm mm-hmm. just being stubborn, and I would say no because why are we at this point where we need therapy? And I wish I could elaborate more on that, but I can't. Or maybe I was just too angry. Yeah, I was going to say, or maybe I was too upset. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! But I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's so funny because I had that same outlook when Dewan first talked to me about it. And I had told him, like, if we're to the point where we need somebody else to come here and tell us what to do, whatever, then that means we can't communicate and we don't need to be together. I had the same thought. But then... But then when I think about it, and I don't want to interrupt you, but now that I think about it, there are issues with me. Yeah. And my communication Mm -hmm. and me being too oh i don't want like i don't want to sound like i'm too needy or Mm. i don't want to sound like i'm being a little bitch (laughs) you know so i said that with some real feelings but i I know like if i went through therapy then they Mm -hmm. would make me reevaluate like my my whole situation my thoughts and everything at that point i was just too angry okay so what would your answer be now though if if a problem ever came up again where you guys couldn't communicate it with do you think about it now? Depending on why we would need therapy. Okay. I think, like, if he were ever to cheat, no. I would never go to therapy. Because I'm just going to be done. Right. Because yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. I agree. And if you felt the need to find comfort in another woman's or man's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Or whatever. Then that's on you. Obviously, I wasn't good enough. Well, I am good enough, but obviously, you all gonna say no. You- no, I am good enough. Obviously, you're just not ready, or you don't want this yeah. anymore. And at grow. that point, depending on what the scenario was, yes. When okay. it now that I look at back at our situation and our lack of communication and the way we would respond, mm-hmm. because I th- I do feel kind of like he was very demeaning to okay. some of. The way I would express my mm-hmm. emotions, and then I would didn't want to say anything. To okay, him. but then I think, but okay, so Luke and I we're fucking goofballs. Like we're yeah, both you, fucking, they are. We're both fucking idiots. I know how to turn that off, and I don't think he knows how to. Uh uh-uh. uh So I don't think he's able. We've always been so happy, so mm-hmm. for him to see me like that yeah. and not realize, hey bitch it's you right like, like listen right. what i'm telling you that and then him trying to joke around thinking like that would make me feel better no you're making it worse you're making me feel like i'm not being heard mm, i got you so now maybe i would do some therapy right. you know get a therapist and talk about maybe just individually yes okay yeah but you could do individual yeah. therapy yeah. but yeah anyways next topic oh bitch. okay so i have something you talked about uh if somebody cheats or whatever i mean it's it's not off topic but whatever we were having a conversation at work, and I, I meant to ask you this when I saw the last time. How do you feel about, um, no, I think this is a conversation at work. Whatever. How do you feel about, <laughs> how, what, like the fucking <laughs> lunchroom what? conversation? Yeah, I, but I think I brought it to them after I had a conversation with somebody else. How do you feel about your guy or girl audience, whatever, I'm asking you guys and Jay at the same time. 
about them going to the strip club and receiving a lap dance. That doesn't bother me. Okay. So what if it's a random chick? Like, now let's take out the strip club part. What if they're just at a bar or a club and no, a random girl's different. dance? Okay. So you say no to the random person, but a stripper you're okay with. Yes. Okay. Because at a strip club, um, I'm guessing that they need to follow certain rules. Okay. Right? Yes. I think, yeah, I think there's certain things at that they can't do. At a strip do. Yeah. club, I don't think my husband would just go and go to a strip club. <laughs> Bitch. Uh, but, <laughs> if you said you were saving this case for the week, who? Um... <laughs> I he would tell me if he would go to a strip okay. club. Oh, I would probably go with him to a strip club. Okay. Would he go? I don't think so, but that's something else. Right. But a random girl at a bar who's drunk might have different intentions. Okay. With a strip, like a, a stripper. stripper uh-huh. She's just there for the money, baby. She, get, she, wants she doesn't money. want you. Okay. She don't want. <laughs> no, she don't want you. But a random bitch. Just starts dancing up on you. Yeah. No, her intentions are fucking different, mm-hmm. and mine are. So that's a boundary that needs to be set. Like, uh, have you oh, guys ever had that? No. You think it's an unspoken boundary? Yes. Okay, but goes back to the phone, and you said that y'all had never spoke about it, but then you did cross that boundary. So how do you? Do you because, think okay. Better so just if he, okay. So if I'm at the bar with him, and some random bitch comes, no, nah, you're not with him. He's not with you. Well, how the fuck would I know? Just I'm okay. I'm asking you morally. Do you expect for your man to not dance with another random girl? Let a random girl okay. dance on him. Um, Lucas, if you're listening, I'm expecting him not to. Okay. If we're at a bar together or a party together, and some girl goes up to him and asks him, he has that right to say yes or no, right? I think a couple years ago when we first started dating, we were at a party, and I was dancing with. A guy friend, and he started dancing with a with a girlfriend. Um, I think it was bachata or something. Mm-hmm. I was okay with that. That didn't bother me. Okay, but if it's like more sexual, where it's yeah, I'm talking about like she about to twerk no, twerk on I, him. Mm, I'm like hoping no, because I wouldn't do that. Uh, okay, yeah, no, okay. So that so that was a conversation we had. <laughs> so the conversation we had was, I would expect for Dewan. I told him when me and him had this conversation, I would expect for him. To move away. If some girl starts coming up and just starts working on him, your ass better walk the other way. I don't, you don't gotta push off, you don't have to do all that, but walk away. I do expect that because I bet you. And not I even would. apologizing. Don't no. you even dare no, right. apologize. You don't have to give anyone an explanation no. because if a male were to do that to me, right. Oh, now that's disrespectful. Yes. Oh, now that's no. Oh no, call the police. Yes, call exactly. the police. Call the police. No, yes. but when a girl does it, we every, look, we're okay with mm-hmm. it. No. Yes. Like if because I've seen girls like I know girls get drunk and they mm-hmm. see a cute guy, they'll slap the butt or they'll yeah. grab them and kiss them. But if a that is sexual do, harassment. Yeah. yeah. And we're not even gonna get into that. No. How do we even get into this because topic? I, 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 bitch. It was a boundary question. Sorry, guys. We went okay. off. I do have one last question, and then I'm gonna finish the rest of this case. Okay. <laughs> do you feel like his family plays a role in your relationship, and is it good? Is it bad? Or both? Yes, I think that families do play a role in your relationships. We went through this very early on. We haven't had anything lately, but very early on, I did think that his 
family with the exception of a few i did not think that they liked me this girl is trying to find a can and have something in it like what are you doing <laughs> i'm shaking the cans i didn't know which one was um the full one jeez anyway i did think that a lot of his family members did not like me or did not care for me so that did play a role because sometimes i wouldn't want to be around what are you looking for your drink oh it's over here on the floor i'm still on my first one y'all but I'm he, on my third one. And she's on her third. Now who got the drink in their hand? Mm-hmm. Michael. Michael. <laughs> but, Shout out to Michael. Yes. He just ha- had a birthday. Happy belated. Woo! Um, but yes, I do think it plays a role because then I would be, I wanted to be standoffish from his family because I felt that a lot of them didn't like me. And also, sometimes I would hear people in his family say that like, I was changing him or I made him like a different way. And I don't ever want to be responsible for any rift in somebody else's like family, what they had going on. Um, And same thing with my family. My dad was an asshole when Dewan first started came around. He gave him the toughest. I know. He gave him the toughest time. Like, why? Because somebody was taking his little girl away. I mean, I'm the baby of the family. So, Papa Carol. He. And to this day, nobody would ever think that because they have such a great relationship now. Like, my dad will call Dewan before he calls us sometimes for things. But, yeah, my dad gave him a very tough time, which caused a lot of rift in our relationship. Because I know Dewan got to the point sometimes that he was like, look, you better get this shit in order with your daddy. Or I'll, because he don't have to put up with that. He doesn't. You know, nobody has to put up with your family members giving them a hard time. Like, you didn't sign up for that. I, I think you remember when we were going through getting married, I would come in in the morning and cry my eyes out and tell you stories. And can I say something? Yes. Okay, can I tell them the story about... When we were in the nursery? Yeah. Yes, I don't even <laughs> remember what I was mad about that day, but yes. I don't know what the fuck she was mad about. But I think it's funny to see her celebrate her sixth year anniversary when, like, a week before her wedding, this bitch was, like, <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> Came in crying, and I'm sorry they were going off topic, no. but she was freaking out, crying, took her ass to the nursery room, she's like, I'm calling a wedding now. Mm-hmm. I'm calling, and she's just fucking bawling, I'm just like, alright, well, I'm here to be the supportive friend, whatever you decide, I mean, yeah, I'll be there for you, mm-hmm. but why are you upset? <laughs> so then just having her talk it out loud, like, is yeah. it even making any sense to you <laughs> Like, I don't understand. But I think it's funny. I think it's funny to see you yeah. a week before your wedding trying to call it off. And I don't know, Duan, sorry if you didn't know this. <laughs> and now, here, about to celebrate six years. Six fucking years. That's a long time. That's a long fucking time. Especially because we started so young. Like, we grew up, we say it all the time, like, we grew up together. Like, it, it was rough because we grew up together because we had to find ourselves as individuals which we're still going through that about to knock on 30 and we're still trying to find ourselves so it's a lot of work guys when they say marriage is a lot of work at first I don't think I took it serious because I'm like well our relationship is fine now honestly and I don't think we're gonna go back to the whole family thing so I'm gonna say this when you're married I feel that things do get a little harder. Yes. And it might be the title. It might be, yeah. even though people say, oh, it's just a piece of paper. No. no. You know why? Because there are new expectations mm-hmm. of that person. You're no longer my boyfriend. We can't just get in an argument and have a disagreement. It's like, you know what? This is not working out. I'm Yeah. I'm yeah. We're married. We have kids. We have a house. We yes. have dogs. Our families 
yeah, spend the holidays yeah. together. I'm like, it's different. Mm-hmm. It is. So I think when people say, oh, why does it get things get harder when you're married? That's it's just why. because it's you can't just give up. You, you can't just can't give up. up. You just can't give up. And if you married a person because you love them, you just can't give up. Yes. And when things are, like, when the shit is hitting the fan... <sighs> And you're like, nah, fuck this. And you're like, nah, bitch. No, we got to work through this. That was another boundary, the D word. That is a boundary that we have to set in our divorce. Very early on. I think the first year I would throw (laughs) that shit out. Like, you know what? I'm tired of this shit. We're getting divorced. And we both had to sit down. And he's like, you cannot keep using that word against me. Like, you can't. I know. And that's so funny because I threatened Luke with (laughs) with divorce. (laughs) Or something so small. Yes. Now that I because you at, can't just say I'm gonna break up with you. Yeah. You have to say I'm gonna divorce. Want to yeah. divorce? Right. And now I'm not taking the dogs. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm taking the kids. You keep the dogs. Like yeah. Oh, shit. I'm keeping the house. I don't know what the fuck you going. <laughs> no, guys. But I don't know. It's it. It is. It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. It's fun as hell, but it is a lot of work because you like you have your forever person. Yeah, and you again, you can't forget. That you married someone, you're yes. still dating them. Yeah, you need to maintain that bitch. <laughs> that is, a, I think that's the biggest thing. Like you still need to date while you're married. Yeah. That is the probably the and best advice. And it could be something as small as buying them flowers. Carol's not a flower girl. Duan, don't get her flowers. Um, candy, maybe they're into. I don't fucking know. Like it's the littlest thing. Yeah, like, like you know your person. Yeah, shit. Bring me a bag of flame hot Doritos one day and just say you were thinking about yeah. me. <laughs> like for example, like Luke, if you don't send me a meme. In a week? See? Bitch, what the fuck? There you go. Who the fuck are you sending them to? No. <laughs> yeah. No, y'all, but, it, you know, keeping up the spark, mm-hmm. having open communication, sending, setting, mm-hmm. setting. I thought you were about to say sending dick pics. I don't know what was coming out. Hey, <laughs> shit. That's keeping up the spark. Setting healthy boundaries. Yes. Those are all things that you have to do to keep up with your relationship, whether you're married or not. Yes, you do. And we're not even talking about kids as a whole. Difference. Oh, Jesus. As a whole because, layer. Because the kids don't fucking count at this point. Yes. You have to maintain. Because once your kids are grown, all you have is your yeah, fucking life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And if you don't, if you can't keep her or you can't keep your husband because you're out there being selfish. Yeah. Just doing things to right like that benefit you then, then what you got yeah yeah i mean once your kids are gone and you're fucking all you're, you're right sitting there alone exactly no, <laughs> drinking, I was- trying to pick up 18 year old <laughs> bitch get out of here yeah so with that guys keep the communication open keep those sparks flying get a date night jar get a date night bowl i haven't tried that i feel like that's some white people shit i haven't tried it yet though but i, I think it's fun I, i'm gonna do it every year i didn't do a lot le- well no i did the, the letter whatever for two years, I'm planning something. Okay. Day, yeah, I'm going to do that too. But the date night jar is like put some ideas of a date yeah. night inside like a bowl or a mason jar. And I'm going to another challenge for y'all. Uh-oh. Go out. Yes. Do something different. Do something that you guys haven't done together. Yeah. And tag us and say, hey, thank you, y'all. Thank hashtag you. date night on, not on pot, not on us. We ain't treating you, but no, just bitch. hashtag it. <laughs> hashtag us at us. Um, but it's been fun, guys. Um, we are running out of time, so we are going to wrap this joint up. Remember, today we had these great Arizona hard seltzers. I will get them again. I don't think they're as strong as I was expecting them to be. 4.6. That's not too bad. But they were good, and this fucking chamoy on top was heaven. 
That was good. All right, y'all. We'll see you next time. And don't forget your drink. Cheers.